Welcome to Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. we got a great show for you today. Why do I say that? Especially today because this month WYRZ is celebrating five years on the air. And of course Central Indiana Today has technically been going longer than that. You could even say years if you want to dive even deeper into the history. But uh, the first host of Central Indiana Today was Mr. Rob Kendall. He was also the drive-home guy for a while. And then he left us, went to WIBC. But he has returned to talk about the early days of Central Indiana Today here on uh, the month of our fifth anniversary. So stay right where you are. You don't want to miss this. It's Central Indiana Today on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org. Duke Energy presents Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. Welcome to episode number 572 of Central Indiana Today. I have a special guest who is not a stranger, not only to you, but to most of Central Indiana. That would be Mr. Rob Kendall. The bright good morning voice who's heard... but Oh, that's a Harry Chapin song. Never mind. Hey, Shane, how are you? W-O-L-D. <laughs> Boy, truer words are never spoken than in that song. Uh, yes, Mr. Kendall, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm fine. Great. It is so good to be back. Happy five years. You know, you... Well, thank you, sir. And uh, thank you for also being a part of it. You're sitting in a chair where you sat for a long time. And I guess I should explain why. You know, people are sitting... Why in the heck has he asked Rob to come back? Well, it's... Because people love me. <laughs> Mr. Sunshine. That was his nickname around here for years. Mr. Sunshine. He was the host of Central Indiana Today, and of course, this is this month is our fifth anniversary. Been on the air five years, and uh, off mic, you were saying it's hard to believe it's actually just been five years. You remember the first time we flipped this radio station on because we had the the de- debut, the actual debut, right? But we turned the radio station on to test to make sure that testing we, the transmitter. Yes. When we, cause we didn't want to, it'd be like that scene in Christmas vacation where yes. he turns the lights on and nothing. We wanted the drum roll. <laughs> and I remember going and driving around greater Brownsburg area in Pittsburgh. The first time we ever flipped it on and yep. Cindy Lauper's money changes. Everything was playing <laughs> yeah. in, as we were uh, trolling around in your truck uh, that yes. I don't believe you have anymore. That's but, correct. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, boy, what a great time that was. It was. You and I almost, you know, peed our pants. We were so excited (laughs) to be able to drive around and say, hey, it's finally, because we have gone uh, like eight years of Radio Brownsburg, XRB for the locals. And with Radio Brownsburg, we used to be like, I think you can hear it at Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, that was so cool. I drove by Wendy's and I heard you. Of course, I went under the power line and I lost you. But But that was such a great moment because you... And a large group of people worked so hard, gave up their time, energy, effort, money to make that happen and to be there the first time we really... Fl- I remember you telling me, all right, we're going to give this thing a try and flipped it on and got in the car and <laughs> turned the radio dial and there it was and man, that's awesome. It was cool. 
Uh, you know, but let's back up. Before that, we were, as we were getting the tower built and uh, getting all of the equipment in place, I believe it might have been you who suggested, you know, why don't we go ahead and start streaming as uh, WYRZ? And I said, fine, we can do that. It was a few months yeah. uh, before. I want to say it was like in August. Yeah. I could be wrong. I, I'm sure it's written down somewhere. But uh, anyway. It's like one, the Dead Sea Scrolls. They'll find the actual written <laughs> transcripts years later of the WYRZ. Exactly. Uh, you said, now on XRB, I had a show called Community Focus where I interviewed lots of... Uh, Movers and shakers. Yes. And also... Uh, just the guy who waved the flag at the corner of the street down here. You know, I mean, it was just uh, whoever was yeah. catching attention at the time. Yeah. And uh, you said you wanted to come in and take over the show and change the name. And we came up with a few different names, but for the most Several part. Several of them we can't say on this program because we'll lose our license. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we came up with Central Indiana Today. And uh, you took over, and you you made that a daily show. Yeah, we had, uh, and we only were able to do that because we had some tremendous sponsors. Do you remember guest number one? Luke Stevenson was the first online guest. Yes. I don't remember who the first guest was on the, on actual, the air? actual air. I'll tell you who, and involved, um, involved a, what do you call it, Uh a disagreement, perhaps, with the school. Oh, yes, and the lunch ladies. The lunch, the ladies. lunch ladies. Yes, because it was them or uh, 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 Joe Donnelly, and I think I chose the lunch ladies because I had the interviews <laughs> already ready to go. And I think Joe Donnelly may have been our our second guest, or maybe they were both on at the same day. I can't. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Brenda and Tina. Yeah. Who had uh, they 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 were uh, reprimanded for their social media posts against the school referendum. Yeah. And uh, they had called me, and it's like that scene out of Animal House. They can't do that to our pledges. <laughs> Only we can do that to our pledges. I yeah. said, the school can't do that to you. You have First Amendment rights. They weren't doing it on school time. They were doing it of their own volition. And so the ACLU sued the Browns, if I recall right, the Brownsburg School Corporation. I think it was eventually settled before it went to any sort of court hearing. But those ladies won, and they were heroes. They were First Amendment heroes. Yeah. And full disclosure to the listener, this is a nonprofit radio station. It does have board members, and I won't, I'm not going to say who, but at least one and possibly another felt this way, came to me when they found out you, you were going to have them on as the first guest and said, is this what we want? Is this going to get us in trouble? Do you really want this? And I, I said, uh, every news station... Every TV station, the radio stations, even on their Facebook pages, everybody's covering this. And we are in Brownsburg. If you want us to be relevant at all, we've got to be able to say this kind of stuff. And they said, okay, I guess you're right. So, How many times in your life have you done something that had to do with me and people gone, you really want to do that? <laughs> no. You really want to hang out with that guy? I would have to kick my shoes off and count because I would run out of fingers. Literally everything we've ever done together. You sure you want to do that? Yeah. Does that sound like a wise idea? How many texts have you gotten from me saying, why did you say that? <laughs> but that show was so much fun. And you think about the guests we were able to get on that, rate, on that show 
including the president of the United States. Correct. Now, he wasn't the president at the time. Right. But to have Donald Trump on a, a station, a community radio station, he didn't choose WIBC. He didn't, uh, he didn't choose uh, Q95. He chose WYRZ. Right. And we got him. And remember the night before, I'm calling you up, <laughs> Shane, I got, I got Trump. Don't say anything to anyone. Shh. Yeah. I don't even think you said that. You said, I have somebody really yes. important. I can't tell you who. Yes. And you said, now, of course, here's what's happening right now. We're telling a story that I always save when I'm asked to speak somewhere. <laughs> and so and now everybody's going to say, Shane, we've heard that story. But the short version is you were going to interview Ted Danson. Yes. And of Cheers. The, of Cheers and uh, Cheers to us, to the new generation. He's uh, that show. It's, I think. They're all dead. Yes. All the dead people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Becker to some other generation. It's Becker. But anyway. And, and Whoopi Goldberg's significant other, well, another generation. Was for a while. Yeah. yeah. And uh, three men and a baby. He was, he was stumping there. for Hillary Clinton yes. and, and the Democrats because the, the great thing about central Indiana today is it wasn't fire and brimstone show. Right. And so everybody hearing my voice knows my political beliefs, but we didn't do political beliefs on the show. Really. Right. It, it was at least in the early stages of it or the most of it, it, it was just, you have an, you know, you're a senator, Donnelly. We'd have him on, you know, mm-hmm. at the same time we, we'd yeah, have Todd Co- McKeat on several times. Boy, those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Why, how that relationship went sideways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we were able to get politicians all over the board because it was just, what's your views? Why do you think this? Mm-hmm. You know, so pe- because the, the goal of the station still is to give people in the community information. Right. So we had the, the good relationship with the Democrats. And, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, so they were like, hey, would you like to interview Ted Danson? <laughs> Why, sure. Because, of course, it was Sanders and Clinton were going back and forth right. for the Democrat nomination for president at the mm-hmm. time. And you call me up and say, you need to interview Ted Danson tomorrow, <laughs> early in the morning. I'm like, and you know me, and the, if the people who are listening know me well enough, I'm so not into politics. And I knew I couldn't ask any questions. And uh, you told me, here's what you've got to ask him. You're only going to get 10 minutes and all this kind of stuff. He's going to call the the station. Well, then you said, but I can't tell you why I can't do the interview. And I said, okay, well, then you let me know the next day. The best part about this is, and I'm sure you tell this, or I don't know if you tell this story in it. So, of course, I get the thing with Trump, and it's it's, it's, uh, because it's the Trump, sphere and nothing simple and and yes. he was the assumed republican nominee at the time so he had secret service so it's a two-hour thing just to get in the jw marriott and get through the security and the secret service and the bomb sniffing dogs and by the way don't ever try to joke with the secret service <laughs> because those guys got no sense of humor yes. they sent the bomb sniffing dog through and he of course went by my stuff and it's fine and the dog comes out and i looked at the secret service guy and goes boy the dog's not very good at his job <laughs> Uh, but while I'm standing in there, because you go in a room and they got the media set up, but I was in there by myself. That's the way that you do it with Trump. There's a handler, you know, somebody that, you know, makes sure everything's on time. But that's it. And I'm sitting there waiting for Trump. And the phone rings. And it's Hollywood, California. 
<laughs> I said, you got to be kidding me. Because I had made very clear to the Democrat people, hey, I'm not doing this. Shane's doing it. Here's the phone number. Okay, got it. Hollywood, California. I know it's Ted Danson. I know Donald Trump's going to walk through this uh, room at any moment. And I thought about how funny it'd be if I looked at Trump and said, hang on, I got Ted Danson on the phone. I'll get to you in a second. So I answered the phone. Hey, Rob, it's Ted Danson. Okay. Well, hello, Mr. Danson. He said, uh, he said, are you ready to do the interview? I said, well, Shane's going to do the interview. Uh, I'd kind of cleared that with him. Sorry for the confusion. You hear Ted Danson. Hang on, let me get a yeah. pen. You heard the sound like, oh, hold on. Let me get that. And then I can hear Ted Danson writing your phone number down. Okay, I'll give him a call. <laughs> Thanks, have a nice life, Ted. <laughs> and, and, of course, the pre- the and the soon-to-be president yes. came right down and talked with you. Yeah. In the meantime, over here at 701 North Green Street, bring. And I say, of course, like you, Hollywood, California, or whatever, on the the, the caller ID. Yep. Pick it up. To this, I I instantly hit the record because I knew he was coming. I mean, the the phone was the call was coming, so I hit record on on the the software here, and I have him from the second he says hello. This is I still have that recording on in on a a drive somewhere safekeeping, but. Uh, for the folks at home, and I've told this story before, which is one of the lessons of interviewing, and you know this, but uh, for the for all you youngsters out there who are... For, for all you people considering being poor your whole life and getting into radio. Yes. <laughs> Save yourself from a life of prosperity. <laughs> Rob had told me the night before, you're going to get 10 minutes, all you can talk about is, you know, Hillary. Yeah, because uh, the, the crazy thing with these these surrogates... And I'd been through this before because I'd done numerous, been through multiple presidential election cycles at this point, and inter- done these interviews. They are like on a on a. It's like a turnstile. Yes, you call this person, and then ten minutes later you call this person because they're trying to get as much publicity for that candidate as possible. And they're very clear with you, and and people like me know the drills. So you don't have to do it, but they have a lot of these smaller stations that they'll they'll call, and so they have to be very clear. He does not want to talk about Becker. He does not want to talk about <laughs> Cheers. He does not want to talk about. Uh, I always forget the name of the woman he's married to. Oh well, I talked about her, Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, Virgin, yeah, Virgin Bergen, whatever. And and so there, he is here to talk about Hillary Clinton, and so it's a and they'll get they won't get mad because they understand you're going to ask one or two questions, mm-hmm. but the, there's a decorum of this person you're using. We recognize. You're using Ted Danson is on WIRZ, right? And it'll probably be in lights, and 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 so there's a decorum of you have to talk about what they want to talk about. Yeah, well, and the, the, he got on the phone and instantly, I said, you know, hey Ted, thanks for uh, talking with us uh, today on WIRZ, and he, if you're in the know. The way he said it, it was, well, thank you for letting me talk about my friend like that. And, Mr. Uh, Black. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that one the other day, by the way. But anyway, uh, you know, he was letting me know politely, we're going to keep this about Hillary. Yep. Well, uh, I talked a little bit about politics in Hollywood. And then I said, just on a side note, Ted. And his wife was on a popular show at the time called The Last Man on Earth. Yep. And and we watched it, and that's true. And I said, hey, your wife is great in that show. 
And he paused for a second, and then he started to chuckle and laugh, and he said, isn't that funny? That's a great show. Wait till I tell her about this, you know? And uh, we talked about, she was from Arkansas. And the reason it led to that is because uh, the Clintons are, Mm -hmm. of course, from Arkansas. And so, and Bill walked her down the aisle, married down the aisle when they got married. So um, anyway, it's... uh, after that moment, he was totally disarmed, very friendly. And even when the call was, you know, I said, when it was over, I said, thanks, Ted, for talking with us. Really appreciate it. And he goes, oh, you're so welcome. And I'm going to tell my wife what you said. She's going to love that, you know. And so it was like, that's how you get someone disarmed. And and you think about, you come back to the magnitude of this radio station. I mean, the guests that we had on that show, I mean, every, the, the, believe it or not, once upon a time, we used to have a relationship with the current governor. Boy, <laughs> talk about other things that went the wrong way. But I mean, we had Holcomb on when he was lieutenant governor. Yeah. We had Mike Pence on here multiple times when, yes. he, was, when he was sitting governor. Yeah. Uh, another, boy, all my relationships with the Republicans have just gone the wrong <laughs> way. Todd Young, you know, was on this this station. Rakita, uh, Curtis Hill. I mean, w- but we had the Democrats, don't you? We had Donnelly. We had Glenda Ritz when she was uh, sec- superintendent. So because we were, we were, I think people just kind of enjoyed being able to talk about things that weren't policy this, policy that, yeah. you know, why'd you do this? And so I think they kind of enjoyed being able to talk about things that were important to them, but yet have a little bit of fun in the process. Yeah, exactly. And now you were doing this every day. You went out and got the sponsors yes. at the time. I told you, I said, hey, you want to do this, you're going to find your own sponsors. And you said, oh, okay. And every day, Shane, I would he would greet me. Hi, Shane, how's it going? Where's my check? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it would be like, and then, of course, you would come in with a script, and I'd say, can't say that, can't say that, can't say that, because well, we we're under so certain rules. we had so many sponsors on that show. Yeah, we had a bunch. I mean, my, we had like five, six. But weren't you selling it like 10 cents a spot? Yeah, it was very cheap. But I would tell people, I'm the best salesman. You're practically giving these away. Yes. But man, so many people, I mean, and that have been longtime supporters of this this station and XRB Radio before that. And they were just wonderful. You know, I remember we had Kevin Kersey Agency for a while as a title sponsor. Yeah. But a lot of people who just own little businesses would step up. You know, guys who own painting companies or hair salons, hair, uh, ice cream. Yep. The, the mean, Mandy's over Mandy's, there. I mean, yeah. They would all say, hey, this is it's such a great investment in the community. And unfortunately, we'll have to deal with Rob Kendall in the process, but it support <laughs> community radio. And it's nice to see that that support has continued, you know, years later. It's yeah. great. Exactly. Uh, now let's talk about this. You finally left us after what a couple of years? Yeah, first so I, couple of years. I was here till uh, mid twenty seventeen. So I start. Uh, I I kept the show going when I went to IBC. Yeah, you had an agreement with them that you could keep it. Yeah, because you didn't want to leave me high and dry. Or right, leave the station high and dry. And so I think we did that at least until mid, like late late even twenty seventeen. So mm-hmm. the show went for about two years, and we never missed an episode. We had a streak going every day. It's yeah. like the Lou Gehrig of community radio. <laughs> Every day, he's still going. And uh, yeah, so like two, two and a half years, maybe. Yeah. You went there, and among other things, you became producer for Chicks on the Right, still are. I make that show. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> no, they're, they're phenomenal. They are a joy to 
to work with, and it is really a blessing to to be there every day. Yeah, and they uh, and. D- Full disclosure, once again, you and I still see each other quite often, and we'll be in front of other people, other friends and that don't get to see you, and they'll say, you know what I don't like about this show or whatever, and even I hope the chicks are listening because uh, Rob always says, these are great girls, ladies, whatever you want to call them. And, uh, I call them broads, <laughs> the broads or shrews. The, the gals, the broads <laughs> are great and said, I love working with them. They're a lot of fun. And uh, so, I, and I would say, and I felt this way about Central Indiana today. I think one thing I do pretty well for all my faults <laughs> is form connections with people. And I felt that way in government. It's why a lot of people enjoyed what I did in government is I form connections with people, and and the connection that the three of us have, the letters we get from people, the correspondence, the phone calls, you realize you're a part of those people's existence. And I would say of all the shows on IBC, and all the shows are great in their own right, but I think our show has the most personal connection with the listeners, and that's in large part because of what Miriam and Amy Joe do in the standpoint of they are just moms. Mm-hmm. And they're phenomenally talented, and they're really smart businesswomen. But you can just walk up to them and have a conversation, and they're they're really great. Yeah. Um, you also do a Sunday show. The award-winning Rob Kendall show. Yes. What was that award? Well, we're still figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> won a Sunday's can of Vienna sausages once. And, uh... and we also uh, do the award-winning State House Happenings uh, yes. show with our dear Which friend. Which also started out here. Yes, Abdul. Uh, Hakeem Shabazz is now the co-host. Can we branch into that real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's Sundays, 6 a.m. on WIBC. It's one of their community affairs shows. Abdul and I sit and talk about politics and government. And But it started here with uh, Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt, yeah. who wanted uh, kind of a way to be able to talk about... Merritt's a great dude, and, and he's so into feeding the the homeless, uh, dealing with the opioid epidemic. And he said, I want a way to be able to, yes, I want to talk politics and government, but I want a way to be able to talk about these core issues that are important and bring these political people in. And and so he came up with the idea of let's do this show. And I went to you and said, would you air this show? And What was that? What did I say? As usual, where's my check? Get a sponsor. <laughs> so we and, got a sponsor. And, and now it's, you know, a staple of IBC and it's on Network Indiana and they love it. And it started right here in this in this building. Yeah. And, you know, when you decided to leave and uh, to go to WIBC, and of course, for everybody, I always tell them this, I certainly wasn't going to hold you back. I wasn't going to... He tried. Try to make you feel guilty he or anything. He set several bear traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did decide, though, and to this day, I still occasionally get something from someone who's running for office saying, hey, will you interview me? I know Rob Kendall's done those or something. So, you know, you guys have done that in the past. And I say... We got out of politics when Rob left. I said, take state, uh, st- uh, whatever. State house happenings. State house happenings, thank you. Uh, take that with you. Go with my blessing. And so that's what you did. Because it was called Capital Happenings here. And radio yes. is such a funny business because, you know, IBC's a blowtorch, so you can hear it all the way from Ohio to Illinois. But even on a station like that, there's not a ton of people listening at 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. But my boss is so funny because they needed a program to put in there. He said, this would be perfect. And he said, but we got to change that name because it came from another radio station. you got to be kidding me. He said, you're using capital happenings. What if we call it state house happenings? (laughs) 
okay, if that's what it takes to get it on the station, then that okay, fine. So yes, that's how it became state house happenings from wow. capital happenings. I don't think I don't know if you've ever told me that. I mean, if you have, I forgot about it. But that's interesting. Yeah. So that's uh, that's why it is now known as state house happenings. And of course, when Senator Merritt ran for mayor of Indianapolis, they didn't want to have him on because he was a candidate for office. So then Abdul stepped in, and then uh, Abdul and I are of course very close and. Yeah. Now it's it's the pleasure and joy that it is today. Yeah. And Abdul's been a guest, by the way, several times back on Central Indiana today when you were hosting. Abdul. So. It was so funny because Hammer and Nigel used to come in here. Yeah. Abdul came in here. All, all those people that, that I now are my coworkers at IBC were guests on my show. Yeah. <laughs> funny how that all works out. It's, it's amazing. Is it? And this radio station, and, and it, it's also funny, too, because Kurt Darling... Yes. Was an early uh, Radio Brownsburg person. Yes. Who's now a prominent news guy at IBC. Yeah. And this radio station... has gotten many people or been the catalyst which by which many young people yes. have furthered their careers. Well, what it does, and our goal is to help them decide, is this something you want to get into before you spend four years in college and broadcasting or something like that? And there's more like... Um, um, there is uh, someone who is now, I want to say, either co-anchor mm-hmm. or anchor in a TV station. Her, her uh, If we're thinking of the same person, she was an intern here, right? Yes, exactly. And her, her uh, aunt is my uh, dental hygienist, and she's amazing and wonderful. Uh, Dr. Will Hine yeah. up the road here, a fine sp- uh, underwriter many times on this radio station. Uh, and and uh, Sonia and I talk all the time fondly about her, and she loved her time here. Yeah. And th- you are so good at that because you like. It, I hope we got time. If you, if you don't, yeah. you can cut it out. But but my first in- my internship was at Quinn FM. Yes, one oh one nine. Bruce Quinn, big f- friend of this station. He is uh, the reason in many ways. Both of us are on the radio. We're on the radio, <laughs> and I was eighteen, and I went there, and I kept begging for an internship, and they kept saying, "No, we don't have any. We don't have anything for you to do. We don't have anything for you to do. We don't have anything." And I just kept showing up, and I just kept telling them. I'm going. I'm offering to work for free. I'll cut the grass, take out the trash. <laughs> well, people know Bruce. Who know Bruce? He's legally blind, and and so they said at the time. Well, we need someone to drive Bruce places. Congratulations, you're hired. Now get to cutting the grass and taking out the trash while you're at it. And it was so hard to get in there in terms of a traditional FM radio station, even a smaller one like that. The fact that you offer this to kids mm-hmm. is amazing and it took me six months to get to where i was having some regular on-air stuff yeah and you put them out of the frying pan and into the fire right away and it's it's great yeah well, and that's what we try to do and it's not just give them on-air time we try to teach them i'll, I'll make them do a news story i'll make them read a news story yep. i'll teach them all about taking transmitter readings I'll try to give them a little bit of history of radio when I can. They do got they got to do production work now because of the pandemic. I haven't had anyone in here for a while, and I, I'm assuming soon I'll have uh, we'll have someone in here back and things will get back to normal. But um, but anyway, yeah, it's I try to teach them a little bit of everything, and there have been some who said, "Wow, this wasn't what I thought it would be." I'm glad I didn't, uh, you know go through school for this. And it's great that you make them realize a lot of jobs in radio, especially when you start, they stink. Yes. <laughs> like they're laborious. Yep. They're boring. Your name never gets mentioned. 
you're not on air. Like those are all the blocking and tackling things you have to learn to move up. And it takes you a long time to be able to move up in that Mm-hmm. In that in that business, and it's great that you can give those kids experience because even if they don't stay in radio, the fact that they learned they didn't want to before they waste tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> and time and effort, and then you end up angry and run for public office. And oh wait, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> they're perhaps buy a station out of state or something. So. Yeah, it's great that you can you can uh, you give the opportunity to those people, and that's what community radio is supposed to be. This station is literally when the federal government offered these these nonprofit licenses this radio station is exactly what they envisioned yeah. and a lot of stations don't hold up their end of the bargain yeah but this station literally is the most perfect example of the federal government doing something right <laughs> Yeah. As you have said, the one good thing out of the Obama era was yeah, I the mean, Community it, it, Radio it, Act. This this worked out perfect, and this station has done so much good, and you and your board and your sponsors and every person affiliated with this radio station can be super, super proud. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, sir. And, I, of course, I know you. I meant 10% of it. <laughs> Yes, at least. It's up to the listener to decide which 10%. But, uh, well, but, 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 but in all seriousness, I have my job now because of this radio station. Yeah, and this show specifically. Yes. I mean, I mean, I am, you know, the biggest, obviously, once I got Trump, WIBC was like, who is this guy? And, yeah. you know, he didn't choose Dan Dockage. He didn't choose Tony Katz. He didn't choose Garrison. He didn't. Cho- he chose this guy. Who is he? Why aren't you here? And my dream from the time I was a little kid was to work at that radio station. And when I went to public office, I assumed my radio days were over. And this radio station allows me, has allowed me to get back into radio to where I earn a good living now and have a blast every single day. And, and and am able to bring a lot of joy to people. And this radio station was the catalyst for that. Well, you were also a big part of us getting uh, so much attention outside of just Brownsburg. Good or bad, <laughs> we got attention. So, uh, but Also, um, <clears throat> oh, oh, I know what I was going to say, was uh, you continued with us. And that was one of the deals I think you had with WIBC. Yeah. You said, I'm going to continue to do ball games for them. Yep. The, and, the- MS Communications is a really cool place to work because they recognize our employees make about 53 cents an hour. So, <laughs> and that's not just MS. Before that's, taxes. That's all, yes. You know, that's, that's all radio stations now, unless your name is Rush or Hannity or whatever. Yeah. And so they really recognize, hey, our guys and girls need to have their hands in some other pies to continue to earn a living. And they've been super supportive anytime I've needed to do anything for you, any air work for you. They've been really, really great and supportive about that because they recognize there's immense value in community radio because WIBC, while it does so much community stuff, it's not going to air the Avon football game. Right. You, you know, it's just, it's, or all the Avon football games or the Hendricks can't. So they see that it's not competition. Let's all work together. Yeah. Plus I keep sending them people. <laughs> it's like right. they got yeah, trained you are, here. You are the farm team. <laughs> Right, exactly. You're the Iowa Cubs of this organization at 93.1. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, thanks uh, for being a part of the radio station, uh, getting this show in its current form um, started, I guess you could say, on the FM, and uh, uh, just for coming back and seeing us every now and then. And uh, we're certainly glad that that uh, that you're still able to do that and 
and and you're still proud to say, yeah, I was a part of that station. It, it is. Uh, it was an immense joy to be a part of getting this radio station on the air. It's still something I'm. One of the things I'm most proud of is seeing that whatever it was two year process basically yeah. from the idea of it from when the Obama administration put forward this idea to you, you, the conversations you had with with Bruce Quinn and other people. How do we make it happen? When Jason and the other people helped you set up the nonprofit, mm-hmm. the getting the right people on the board, the you know the the, the just the lovely that, Teresa had a whole lot to oh, do with that immensely. The <laughs> vivacious and talented Mrs. Ray, yes. who who has done so much in this world, and I've caused her a lot of grief over the years too. <laughs> I pretty much ruined every relationship I've ever been in, but I'm, but I'm lovable and and, and cuddly. Um, but just things people don't think about, about how much time we spent talking about what kind of tower do we build? Yeah. You know, where do we position the antenna on the tower? Then you got to go before the town and say, here's why we need a tower here. And I mean, it's just all these things that nobody thinks about that you selflessly put in hours on your sponsors, your board, and all the good it does and continues to do to the community it's a it's a blessing and it's an honor and I'm I'm glad you still use my name because this radio station has done a ton of good for Hendricks County. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. I so appreciate it and thanks for being our guest today. Thank you. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host Shane Ray. 